Today is November 3rd. We're back in the studio. We're back to talking baseball. We got free agents, new owners, and drama. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. We got, it's the off season, guys. The season isn't on anymore. My name's Jimmy. I'm coming to you. What? I got to change my whole intro. Change it, baby. It's all messed up. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We got tie-dye ploof mm. and behind the dish producer, Bug Bug Dude. Mm. This episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by our most recent patrons. We got Daniel Clark, yeah. early settler name. Brian Biggs. I was going to say Briggs because I think that's a little more fun, but Biggs is still fun. Brian Briggs. Brian Biggs. Lance Briggs, great linebacker for a while. Todd Burfiend. Matthew Watson. Kristen Dumont. Kyle Vodano. Savannah. Mm. Savannah. Angle. Ben Johnson. Keelan? Aguar? Yeah. How would you say this name? Oh, yeah, I had it. Keelan Ag- Aguiar. My brain wanted to say Kelly Lynn at first. <laughs> Kelly Lynn. BF and Zev Adakoff, Michael Marcus Visto. Thank mm. you very much. We appreciate it. And all the patrons that are watching live with us uh, right now. Jake, how are you doing? Tell us after Trev tells us how he's doing. Wow. It's a new year. I'm, I'm first up, Jake. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, the sun is shining. Uh, it's a beautiful day out. And I want to mention, I watched The Boys. Mm, okay. Which is a TV show mm-hmm. about superheroes. I'm not a superhero guy, but this is like the anti-superhero thing, whatever. It's the craziest show I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if the chat's been on it. You guys been on it. Sounds like you've never watched a crazier show. Yeah. Have you watched any of this? No, I haven't. I haven't. Literally the goriest, craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, but very captivating. So I finished watching that last night. I'm still kind of like wrapping my head around all of it. But to answer your question, Jim, doing great. Can't wait to talk about the free agents. I got some takes. Ooh, okay. You never never watched the TV series Hung? Mm -mm. It's on HBO. Um, I'd say it's as electric as the boys without seeing the boys yet, but people's heads in this show literally just explode and they're like, like, like explode, like their heads just explode. And like the main character is like a Superman, but he's like an evil Superman and he just like lasers people right in half. It's like heavy. Holy crap. Do you have night Trev or regular Trev or both? It's, it's late night for me because I only, uh, I'm the only one that watches it. Do you have so. a crush on any of the female characters? No. No. Okay. Okay. The character development's really good, Jim. I know you're like into that mm-hmm. more. The writing. I think the writing is good. Um, I think the chat kind of agrees with me. Well, Trev, I, the perfect segue. You're watching the boys. I'm just happy to be back with the boys. Wow. Haven't, yes. haven't, seen, haven't seen you in too long. And I, I mentioned this to Jimmer the other day. 
I'm like really excited for the off season. I kind of had a couple day lull and was, you know, feeling it out. You know, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll I work nine to five and I'll ride the Peloton every morning. Now I'm like, let's go off season. Let's get nuts. Who's getting traded? And you want to know what really sparked me? I I tweeted out the other day. I was like, you know, I'm ready for it. Who's got your free agent takes? Like, give me. You know, this guy's buddy is on the team Or this owner didn't lose as much money Because he's invested in Netflix or whatever Like, give me give me your free agent takes And someone chimed in Because everyone's like, oh, I want Bauer on my team We're getting real mudo And then someone from the top rope goes You know, I really like Josh Reddick's fit on the White Sox And I was like, yes! Give me the 75th best free agent and where he's going That's what I'm here for So I'm uh, I'm tuned in right now Wow. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. Huge. Marcus Vista, new Patreon. I mean, he's all over that. It's huge. He's I excited. Think, I think Josh Reddick would work on the White Sox because their manager's 90 years old, <laughs> so he believes that smoking is still good for your health, and Josh Reddick loves to smoke heaters. Yeah. So it like, kind of works perfectly. Reddick was an dive. early uh, player follower. Followed me. Yeah. And then all the Astro stuff happened. So I wonder that how he stuff feels. Stuff fell out. Yeah. Do you, does he still follow you or we'll you get gone? him on? I think he does. We'll get him I think on. He does. Uh, he's, you know what? He's not. I think he's pretty like he understands like it's pretty bad. Now. I'm yeah. Just, no, he was playing into it. He was like, you know, I they asked yeah. him about the Dodgers fans at the bus and he was like, I thought there'd be more. Um, <laughs> that would be now. Trev's got me thinking it'd be hilarious if Tony LaRusso and the White Sox just sign a bunch of like the oldest free agents, <laughs> like thirty-eight and up. <laughs> well, then, the, did you send us something that Hinch was going to have Cora as his bench coach? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, oh. that would be that would flip the world upside down if that happened. Yeah. Oh, I heard they didn't like each other at the end in Houston, but I thought that's what you sent us. But maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like, sounds like not. Um, Clean and not. If they just dug into that. Oh, and someone else was like, Hinch is going to bring all the Astros, all the free agent Astros to the White Sox, like Springer and Reddick and all those guys. It'd be so funny if Lurusa just went. The Tigers, old. you mean? Tigers. If Lurusa just went old crew and, yeah. and, and he like got all like, like who are some old school players like Eaton? Somehow like traded back for Eaton. It's, I think Eaton's a free agent. Bring him back. Um, Everyone loved him in that clubhouse in John, 2015. John Lester. Yeah, slash S. There. That was my sarcastic note. Start being sarcastic. Sarcastic note. Anyway, so uh, we have a lot to talk about. We'll do some groundskeeping. Cohen on Twitter, trying and backing his boy JT. Um, you know, we just told you all about the Astros and White Sox plan. And then we have a big topic today, free agents, uh, who got qualifying offers, what we think is going to happen. And we're just going to talk about some of the top free agents. That's, that's the thing we... We find it very hard to have structure on these off-season shows for anyone that was with us last off-season. So we're going to try and actually have segments, I guess. Do our best. Is there an ad at some point in here? Okay. Do we have a new one? I don't do well with structure. I need I need chaos. Off-season BBD, how are you? I'm I'm ready for the off-season stuff. Okay, huge. Trev, how was like hey. having a weekend free? It's great. Do you know what to do with yourself? I, I was kind of like, what? I agree. I was looking forward to today to get back here. I, I left my studio alone. It's just been sitting here. Mm. It's probably a little mad at me that I haven't been frequenting it. Um, but definitely strange. I We worked really, really hard there uh, so in dumb. a lot of days in the yeah. playoffs. And it was fun, though. Like, good stuff, right? Like, that's what we want to be doing. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself, but... 
You know what? You know what? The weekend was one thing, Jake. How did you feel getting home? This is a little bit of fodder. Anyone that's okay. coming in, sorry, we'll get to baseball. We'll go. And how did three. you feel, and same with BBD, how did you feel getting home at like 5.30 yesterday with nothing on the docket till sleep? Because I was so weirded out. I was like, oh, shit, Katie, we got to think of something to do here. Disaster. <laughs> I haven't had this in since July. I cooked dinner. I uh, We watched a TV show for a little bit. Bro, oh, doesn't dude, suit you. We... We watched two episodes of Ted Lasso, almost bedtime, right when the Monday Night Football game kicked off. So Pretty like, good, Whoa. best show? He's ours, yeah. It's the best show, Trev. Go check it out. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. You guys you would like, like it that. It very much seems like your kind of show, like humor and everything. You'd like yeah, it too. all the jokes. It's good and funny, so I think, is that not your style? <laughs> Good and funny. Oh, yeah, you, no, you I like guys people's love heads that falling show off. with its show. <laughs> More yeah, I'll be honest with you, The Boys is not my type of show whatsoever. Yeah, you didn't really like, sell me typically. on that. You yeah. guys, people's heads exploding randomly, not not my bag. Uh, but I, maybe I'll it's check awesome. it out. All right. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about here, and maybe I'll play a little uh, noise just so everyone knows, like we're oh boy, we're done when with, he gets into the sound. We're done with the fodder, yeah. And now we're going to a, a little segment. Huge. Cohen officially is the new Mets owner. Yeah. Uh, he took to Twitter, asked the Mets fans what they wanted to see. Mets fans responded, and then he responded back to them. I don't know if you got into the weeds with any of these, uh, Trev. I actually, like, screenshotted a bunch, and I was trying to format a tweet to be like, I know this may not end up. Like, th- like I just wanted to say, like, this is very cool. It doesn't mean much, but it's very cool for Mets fans. But every time I tried to tweet it, there was a tinge of, like, also, like, but it doesn't mean anything, and then I felt rude about it. But it was cool. I think so many fan bases out there are would kill to, one, flip ownership, and, two, the first thing the owner does is actually – tweet and respond with them about new ideas. And if he follows through with any of these things that they suggested, that's so cool. Someone was like, we should bring back old timers day for Mets greats. And he responded, that's a must. So now if like they announced that old timers day is happening, that's really cool. That's the type of engagement every fan kind of wants, right? He's, he's writing the book on like how to enter new ownership. One Oh one a be really rich. Uh, be a lot richer than every other owner. I I tell people to do that, and then B, yeah, I mean you you throw it to Twitter and it's harmless because I I think it's exciting and fun for now. But it's also it's so funny that these little things that would speak to fans, like if they do an old timers day, that's cool. Um, Yankee fans will probably get obnoxious about that, like oh they're taking our thing. Who cares? Have an old timers day, all for it. Um, and then, yeah, there was other little ones. They were like, mark off the spots in the parking lot where the old stadium was, where like the Gary Carter thing happened or stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, seems like a layup. <laughs> like, yeah. You're telling me I just got to paint a parking spot? So, yeah, man, I mean, good for him. Uh, Mets fans are excited and uh, good. Be excited, man. And I hope, uh, you know, I, I hope we're talking about them a good amount through this episode and through the offseason because, man. You, you talk about a good way to change the franchise. How about being the richest owner coming in when every other owner lost a bunch of money? Yeah. It's, it's a perfect storm. Yeah, it's the I, best time. Dude, I, I have a few takes on it. Like I said, uh, I tweeted this out, I think, this year 
if you wanted to be opportunistic in the free agent market, you really could. And maybe Cone, I don't know what's happening there. Maybe Cone is gonna Cone is gonna be that way. He's gonna be opportunistic and bring some guys in. Maybe he's not, but that I think is my first point. Is it's really easy to get on Twitter and like kind of show you're a real person and fans eat it up. But, but I'm not trying to like that's, forget. That's what every all my tweets kind of had a sense of that, Trev. And and I can see how someone would be like, "You're trying to you're downplaying yeah. it," like because no other owner really does this besides Cuban, maybe. So yeah, Cuban. That's like people love Cuban. Yeah, and we had uh, Adonacio on our show. People love that, and yeah. it's like show that you're human. That's pretty easy to do. The problem is, you still got to put a winning team out there, and that's where it's going to lie. Once the season starts, people are going to forget about. Oh, he did. He joined Twitter and was like that. Whatever, whatever. Uh, he's got to follow through with like putting together a good team. I think, and I think if he goes out and and is opportunistic in what surely is going to be a depressed free agent market, that is one way to to stamp and be officially like a cool owner. Like, go out and freaking do it. Like you said, when nobody else is going to be doing it, go get some good players. So, and this will jump into free agency a little bit, but it's on the Cohen discussion. Uh, Bug Bug Dude drove me home yesterday, and we had a conversation about this, and we landed, or I landed, he could have just been appeasing me, mm. that at this point... If Cohen doesn't, if the Mets do not go and sign one of Bauer, Real Muto, Springer, Springer it's kind of like it, it's he's got to do it. One of, you know, if he doesn't bring I think any Bauer of, is a great one for them. Well, what there was a fourth one we we set: Stroman, Bauer, Springer, Real Muto. So four. We DJ. Put, You're taking one him of the from top, the Yankees. One yeah. of if you, one of the top five. If yeah. he doesn't bring in one of the top five, I think then it starts to sour. Not sour, but it's like, wait, hold up. Yeah. Like, you didn't – because you're coming out strong. But it's very easy for him to sign one of those top five, and then then, then the momentum builds even more fun. You have to flex the money somehow, whether it's a top five free agent or maybe it's taking on a contract from somebody of a big-name player or something yes. like that. You have to do something. <laughs> Let's go indoor. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and, hey, we the biggest flex in all of that – how about his wife, Alex Cohen, with the Mrs. Met as her well, okay. backdrop? I and this love is, that play. And this is where he's playing a really dangerous game. His his Twitter bio yeah. is husband of Alex, mom, five. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, dude, people like you right now, Cohen, so that's probably going swimmingly. Sure. I mean, make one wrong move and you just open. You just gave a direct line to for assholes to be assholes to your wife. Assholes are going to be assholes. Yeah. Offering a direct line, though. It's a little scary. I mean, 100%, they went and said, okay, we're going to get the Mets. Um, they hired a firm. How do I be – how can I be likable? And yeah. this is one of the ways it was suggested. Engage with your fans on social media. It seems like a no-brainer, but nobody else is doing this besides Mark Cuban, really. Yeah, I mean, Maybe we, the owner of the Kings kind of does it, the Sacramento Kings. I forget what his name is. Mm-hmm. He's kind of yeah. trying to be cool and relevant and all that stuff, but this – He's got to have a team helping him out with this stuff. So I'm sure there's a bunch of muted words and there's blocked accounts and all that good stuff. He, oh, yeah. If he doesn't, if he's not doing that, he should. Oh yeah, mute everything. Uh, I had something else. I don't know. I'd love to see those those things that you just talked about, Trev. Like finding out how the public will. Like the Clintons, they did a vacation at one oh, point. Oh, politics. And they did a whole uh, a whole poll. Of like, what does the American family like more? Cabins, 
summer vacations mm. or skiing winter vacations and that's how the clintons decided their vacation uh, like, that's easy it's obviously summer vacation i believe skiing, skiing won. it was more like you know in the elements wholesome you're not just sitting on a beach relaxing and the american public wants to see you like active and and that was like the results i read the whole thing i'm out i was so fascinated I was like, oh my what? god why don't you just be humans and do whatever you want I would have, if I knew that, I would have taken some vids when I got Montezuma's Revenge when I was in Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And that would have made me more relatable to the people. I mean, they told, they told Bill is that. The least Bill, relatable if you get diarrhea, yeah. I mean, the people will love Keep you. Keep the camera running. <laughs> Nobody, who skis? You live in Is California. You live in California, Trav. I don't yeah, know but good. isn't skiing like an elitist type of behavior nowadays? No, I think if you go to like the super rich mountains, but if you just want to go to like Stowe or, you know, some local ones in New Jersey. Still skiers though, huh? Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of relatives that like, I think we're going with them this year. Wait, Jake's a skier. I ski. Like an I active skier. Like not like once a season. I ski. I got to be honest. I mean, I've talked to, this is, yeah, this is California. I don't know what the hell that means, Jim, but. Um, not a lot of snow. We have mountains. Direct. I don't know if you know that we have snow in California. Where in LA? How far away is the Big Bear? Is, Big Bear is like an hour and a half outside of LA. I literally can see snow top mountains from Calabasas. But you could drive like, an hour and go ski? I was hidden. Yes, house. that's that's what everyone always says. You can go surfing in the morning and skiing in, in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, no. That's, that's the biggest thing California people say. Um, I apologize. I didn't know that LA was that close. I know that northern California is Tahoe. But also, that saying. Is the worst thing about Mammoth. It. It's the saying, worst yeah. thing about moving to California. Everyone you meet, it's true though. Everyone Jim, you meet you say says that? it like it's it's basically like, oh, you like the weather? <laughs> Wait a week. Oh, that's you move to California. What's well, not to love? You can surf in the morning and ski at night. It's like everyone says it to you, no, anyone where you go. When I move there, they'll say crazy. snowboard though, because that's what everyone does now. Snowboard. Yeah. That's more relatable. And that yeah. brings us right to the qualifying offers, Travis. <laughs> no, actually, we want to talk about Trinan. Trinan. And we need the official. Okay, got it. Trinan went on radio and defended JT, Justin Turner, pretty publicly. I, I wish I could bring up the soundbite. I think I could. And then I don't know what show it was on. We should find that. But he did this, and, and, and Bauer did as well, and, and, you know, opened up. For everyone, neither of these two said, uh, you know, the players aren't to blame at all and the situation wasn't not Justin Turner and the Dodgers' fault. Like it's, But it's a mixed bag. And MLB saying, we don't know how this happened. We're going to investigate. It's like, what are you talking about? You know how it happened. You let him back on the field. He said, I want to go back on the field. You guys didn't stop him from going back on the field. That's a, that's a two-party wrong. Um. And Emma, so, like, I think Trinan was just pissed, like, dude. Are you going to play the clip? I'm trying to find it. I don't know how to spell his damn that, name. That, to me, was the biggest takeaway is, like, and I thought made the most sense was Justin's getting painted as, like, a guy who was, like, a man possessed and nobody was going to stop him from being out on the field and he went through barricades and here, that's not what happened. Here it is. It's on Mad Dog Radio. And here it is. Mm. Still very stupid that he was back out there. I want to make really sure that was a lot of the truth involved in that, and it's really unfair what's happened to him. Without going into details, I feel like the MLB needs to be supporting him more than they are, you know, smearing him the way they did. That guy's given ten years to the league. He's been phenomenal ambassador for the game. You know, that guy. He asked if he could come on the field, and people escorted him out there. It's not like he ran out there like they're saying it. 
My mm. thing is this. Mm. Why does it have to be blame him, blame them? Like, it's not a player versus the, the league. It shouldn't be league versus players. It should be, hey, look, we did our best interest to get, keep you guys safe. It failed. We don't know why. So instead of us pointing fingers, we support you guys. We're going to do what it takes to get you healthy. We're going to make sure your family has what it needs to get healthy. And everybody else who's been exposed, we apologize. We don't know how this happened. Let's fix it. But instead, there's like this casting the blame. There's this smearing like Justin's a terrible person. Justin's one of the greatest teammates I've ever had. And so for people to go out there and start tweeting these reports about like instantly about like how irresponsible it is, those are the same people who were doing things irresponsible within our own bubble. So like that to me, like I'm behind JT all the way. Our players are like there's a lot of stuff that happened and I get it. Living in a bubble so long, like it sucks. But the players, we were literally hotel, eat field hotel wake up eat field hotel like there was no room for anything so blame it on a player that's not us it's, it might be somewhere else where somebody came in and you know maybe wasn't tested thoroughly i have no idea but i'm kind of tired of this like narrative against justin and the league and the players like that's got to be resolved and there needs to be some type of common ground where they're supporting each other in this because no one created the coronavirus no one wants this thing to you know hurt everybody like you know nothing you can do about it it's a virus it's going to do its thing so like instead of just casting the blame and like berating somebody like let's just fix this and be unified in it and move forward we all have jt yeah i mean trying to make a lot of good points yeah it's uh i mean it sucks man i i you know, the whole thing for me goes back to human nature. Like, it's it's very easy from the outside to say, like, you know, JT, you can't go out there. But how many of us were 10-year MLB vets that have been part of this team for five years now that's had World Series dreams, and then they finally get there, um, you know, to get pulled in the eighth inning, and then you win it, and... Um, and both sides are to blame. I mean, MLB, if you wanna if you wanna be this mad at it, you know, you had the people to to help stop this and you know, we we were at the game flex and you know, the whole thing was bizarre as they've got the you know, p- players were smuggling their family members onto the field and then they finally let their family members on and then you're wondering, you know, about the Turner thing, and you know, we had AJ Pollock on. Go check out that interview. Um, and you know, I, I think he was talking. His his child is kind of high risk, so he was talking about playing it safe or any and everything. We we didn't talk about the Turner stuff really with him. Um, but I mean, you just you get it, and you, whichever side of the argument you're going to be on, you know, there's a wrong aspect to it, and it's there's there's and I think that's human what nature. To say, why do you have it? to be on a side of it? Yeah, and well, that's just because yeah, that's that's where everybody lands. So I don't know, sucks. Um, especially because we like JT a lot, and he actually does a lot of good stuff for growing the game, and he's you know he's got some podcast action going. So I don't know, it, it stinks, and I don't know, I can't disagree with anything Trinan said. You like I that he called out the reporters? What's that? Do you like that he called out the reporters? He was like, "Hey, you're tweeting about how much of a disgrace this is." Someone else said this too. Um, was it Pollock on our show? Hot take. Someone else was like, "Yeah, you know, other people are playing golf and uh, they're supposed to be in the bubble." Who who said it? it might have been Bauer? It might have been. Well, someone. I think what like the reporters the main- were going to Starbucks and that I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's what he's saying there. The main point is the bubble wasn't a bubble. <laughs> I think that's the main. I think Trev, you when know, you, we, you know what I mean, like, it, I mean, it wasn't a bubble. I mean, we, 
We got invited into the bubble. Not by a player. It's that's the I thing. Had sex so in like, the bubble. yeah. Should Turner have went back on the field? Absolutely not. Should MLB have done something to stop him? Yes. They didn't. He didn't break through anybody's. You know, like he wasn't held down and break and broke through. Like he just asked and they he went out. That's according to Trinan, who I think probably has a pretty good grasp on the situation. Um, so there's just like I think I agree. Like there's just everyone's kind of at fault. It should not have happened. Uh, you do understand the human element part of it, uh, but I, I just think like it's an unfortunate situation. Shouldn't happen. You hope Turner's doing good. If, by all accounts, I think he's doing okay. But uh, and and I and I think nobody has tested positive after that. So hopefully it stays that way. Uh, but if we're gonna do bubbles again, if this is I don't know what's happening, but if we're gonna do bubbles again, we should probably do the bubble, like a real the bubble. bubble. The bubble. It's frustrating. It was Joe Kelly, thanks to the patron chat. He was the one that said that stuff. Cool. All right. Yeah, the, the fans the fans in the stands, that's not a bubble. Although, like, whatever. Um, I, uh, but the main thing is the sharing of the hotel. Like, what I, from what I heard about the hotel is this. There were still regular families staying at the hotel, coming and going, and kind yeah. of being in close proximity. So that's like the definition of not a bubble dude yeah they're like sharing a lobby and stuff bubbles can't have like openings or else they, they pop. oh mm. i've learned that heavy in school usc go trojans <laughs> big deal you think any networks tried to like you know scoop up the licensing rights to the bubble boy the movie it'd be a good time to run that on tbs <laughs> probably someone probably owns no, it. everyone's that, sick of the bubble is that jake <laughs> gyllenhaal might be. I think it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. It's just like, oh, this is timely. 2001. Ooh, Ooh what happened? Ooh. Jake found something out interesting. Yeah, Gyllenhaal. What's the other one? Biodome? That's Dan- like Biodome, yeah, yeah. Danny Trejo. Make a table. Okay, cool. cool, yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the free agent talk. But first, a little word from these guys. The season is in full swing. And the action is still unfolding. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, with so many storylines across the prof- both across both professional and college sports. This is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right. You bet they cover with risk-free Sunday betting. This weekend, there's plenty of action to get in on, so head to the app now to start making it rain. Jake, what matchup do you have your eye on? Oh, my God. This weekend? Yeah. Well, Jim, you know, Thursday night we open with Packers, Niners. Packers on a short week coming off the loss, but the Niners are so beat up. I don't know. Or would you actually take in a fight, a cheese packer uh, or a gold mine oh, guy? Oh, miner. A miner? Yeah, gold miner, of course. Yeah, I think the harsh winters of Wisconsin, you know? They make you tough. They make you pretty tough. Sluggish, though. I think you also eat so much cheese on the line that you get pretty gross. Yeah, I'm a cheese on the line guy. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to to get this can't-miss offer. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right. You bet, and they cover up to $100 when you use promo code JOHNBOR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Must be 21 or older. New Jersey only. Risk-free coverage paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. That was the first time reading that that uh, that new wording at the bottom. I nailed it. Huge. Free agents. Now we can move on. Thank God. So the free agent pool looks bad. It looks like the Ooh. market's going to be awful. The pool of players is actually pretty decent. The market looks like it's going to be bad. Everyone got their uh, qualifying offer declined besides six players. And a reminder, qualifying offer works as such. If you are a free agent, your contract is up, and you're leaving the team, let's use Trevor Bauer as an example, because I was going to do DJ, but people complain we always talk about the Yankees too much. Trevor Bauer, free agent, leaving the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds offer him the qualifying offer. What's that you mean? It's the average salary of the top 150? 125. 125 players in MLB. The average salary of a top 125 player, which this year is $19.8 million. 18.9. 18.9. I was close. Yep. So, one-year deal for that number. Now, if the player accepts that because he thinks he can't get better on the open market, cool. They shake hands. They come back. One-year deal. If he does not accept that because he wants to go test free agency and see if he can get more years and more money, he wants to get wine and dined and told how great he is by all these different franchises, he declines the qualifying offer, and that means a draft pick is now attached to him, and whoever signs Trevor Bauer has to basically give one of their draft picks to the Reds. Do we know anything about the round or draft pick or anything like that? Compensation pick? The compensation round. So it's in between the first and the second round. Okay. Yeah, there's different rules. Well, I think there's a couple different. It could yeah, be a second rounder type. If, if your team one. is a top top third worst team in the league, you don't have to sacrifice your pick. And there's there's a couple other complicated okay. but that's rules the, around. That's the uh, they changed the rules in the last like two years, too, yeah. so I forget exactly what that is. Does the draft even is. exist anymore? For an example of when this came to fruition, the Yankees offered Nick Swisher the qualifying offer after his four-year contract was up. He declined it. He went to the Indians. The Indians? He went to the Indians. The Indians had to give a draft pick to the Yankees. The Yankees drafted Aaron Judge with that pick. God, always Yankees. Always Yankees. God. That's the only one I know. If you think I know an example oh of qualifying offer decline and draft yeah. pick result from any other team, you're out of your mind. I mean, they're all over the place. That's, I'd like to get a, <clears throat> had a specific reference, but that happens a lot. So that's I know what happens. This is a big deal. It's a it's a big deal for teams to extend it. It's a big deal when te- when a player declines it. The team's very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another example. Okay. Here we go. Keichel was offered a qualifying after the 2018 season. He declined it, thinking he can go make a ton more money on the open market. Turns out people didn't think his value was worth losing a draft pick. So Keichel didn't get signed until mid-June or mid-July when that draft pick wasn't attached to him anymore. And he got a very late start to the season, and and he got picked up by the White Sox. And you Braves can, that year. Braves right? that year. Then he White Sox. You can only year. get the qualifying offer once, so that's why DJ LeMay, he's actually getting in now. He didn't get it from the Rockies. 
um, when he originally hit free agency. So these other guys, that becomes part of the thing. And I, I think it, the number one example, and I think we want to talk about this on Jimmy's got a nice little segment for us, but it becomes really interesting for someone. And I think the number one name you have to circle is Marcus Stroman. If Marcus Stroman got offered the qualifying offer this year, which means he could accept it, make $18.9 million hairs, and then hit free agency next year. So if he pitched good this year, he could clean up and look pretty good. And there's no draft pick attached to him because you can He's only get the qualifying gone. offer once. Or he declines it and he risks going into free agency, which, hey, you know, there's definitely a world where Marcus Stroman could probably get a nice three, four-year contract. You know, you start factoring in some of the COVID stuff, blah, blah, blah. Or if you look back at that, that Keiko example, you know, it starts to become a dangerous game. And I, I think the other name that should be mentioned right now, Trev, is your guy from last year, Odo. Um, kind of, I, I don't want to say he got screwed by it, but a little bit. He, he accepted the qualifying offer. He bet on himself. And then in this weird shortened year, he's got some injuries and stuff where if Odo hit the market last year, I mean, he probably gets three years you know, 50, 45, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the yeah. numbers guy here, but he accepts it, and now he hits free agency this year, and it's more likely he's going to take, a, you know, maybe a one-year chance on himself or or a two-year taster type, type deal. So that's uh, there's some info. Yep. Another bizarre example of this whole scenario is that uh, your guy, Trev Moustakis, he yes. denied the qualifying offer after 2017 or 2018, and then... Didn't get anything better, and then he signed a one-year prove-it deal with the Royals Yes, for much less than if he would have just accepted the qualifying offer and he lost out on a lot of money that season. <laughs> what? It's pretty messed up. It's a pretty messed up situation. So anyway, yeah, so it's six players received the qualifying offer, Trev. Yes, I was going to bring up the Moustakis thing, the Odorizzi thing. Odorizzi definitely you know, cost himself some money by taking that one-year deal, taking the qualifying offer, and then having, you know earning 30% of that and also being hurt this year, it's going to be tough for him. Moustakis, yes, turned down, I think at the time, 17 point something, ended up, I think, getting four uh, from the Royals. But, you know, he made up, made it up with the Reds. I think some guys have some interesting decisions. And I think the one that I was most surprised with was the Kevin Gaussman receiving a qualifying offer from San Francisco. So let's- and in a typical year, I would say... Okay, I get it. He had a really good year this year. He's a starting pitcher, and those are always in high demand. Uh, but he's a little older, and I just don't think teams are going to spend the way they normally would this year. So I think he's gonna. he has a big decision in front of himself. Like, can I test the open market, try to get a three-year whatever, or do I just take this? almost $20 million for one year. I think that's he's probably the one that, in my mind, has the biggest decision in front of him. The other ones all kind of seem like no-brainers. So you guys know I like checking boxes. I mean, LeMahieu, Bauer, Springer, Real Muto, those guys are all going to get paid. Um, you know, it's I, I don't think it's a decision at all. I think Stroman I, I'd like to circle, and I think that's going to be a good conversation with us. The the Gossman one was kind of the the one that took everybody by surprise in the sport. He had a really nice year for San Francisco. He came over on a, I think it was one year, nine mil. He was rumored at the trade deadline, everything. Had a really nice season. And I this is kind of one of the fun ones because the rumor is San Fran likes him and they're trying to work on a multi-year deal. So they figured they'd throw this out there, which I think is a good move because 
I think they're going to figure out an extension because I think if he hits the open market with a draft pick, I don't think he's going to get whatever San Fran's offering him. So it is interesting. Does he take the one year, taste himself, and and try to pitch well and turn into a good thing? Um, yeah. I mean, the, the rumors is are San Fran trying to win right now. That's what I don't understand. They need pitching, and I think they want it for a couple of years. Gabe Kapler, manager of the year. Uh, so, yeah, I think San Fran's trying to retain him. And if you're going to re- try to retain a guy for multiple years, you're probably going to show good faith and offer this. Um, unless you're the Yankees and Brett Gardner. Might not be good faith. I think it's also like now another team kind of won't negotiate with them because if they're going to give up, give up a draft pick for Yeah, it does, it does help them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah You can right. talk it's me good both point ways. point Jake saying that he's – going to be handcuffed which many guys are that's why they were trying to the players are trying to get rid of the qualifying offer in full um but also one make it kevin gossman one year uh, 18 mil that's a pretty good handcuff for him the other guys it would be a sucky handcuff yeah it's yeah so the draft pick definitely is uh an interesting thing that they the giants could be working on with him i just don't know where they're at in their franchise and like where they want to go Gotta doesn't seem to something. me like they're trying to win now, and he's kind of like a win-now piece. He's 30 years old. You're going to have to pay him, you know, whatever, a lot of money over a couple of different years. So interesting, interesting tactic by them. Yeah. Trev, do you think it's any bit of a thought process for Strowman? Because here's my thing. We know he's a confident dude, you know, about my height, sexy, twirls it, driven by confidence, and that's – you know, he, I think he'd be the first guy to tell you that. I mean, Marcus Stroman, one year, 18.9. I mean, a guy that's bet on himself his whole life. I know that's like a dumb statement. but Is he know. coming off injury or did he just bow out? He, he bowed out. He, he got nicked injury, up and then he bowed out once he got his service time. Okay. And with this weird free agent market this year, Trev, I don't know, man. I, if I'm him... Well, A, me and BBD were laughing earlier because it'd be hilarious if he goes back to the Mets after he kind of bailed on their season last year. But, man, to bet on yourself for a year, if he does it right, he's going to hit free agency in a much better market coming off of a season where he pitched well. Now the risk is the Oda Rizzi. So I don't know. I mean, at the same time, I think he thinks he's going to get paid, and I still think he'd get paid enough to make it worthwhile. But I don't know. I think there's a thought process there. Uh, yeah, Trev, what do you got? Because I got a lot of thoughts. In my opinion, I don't think Marcus Stroman is going to get that 18.9 per year. I do think there's going to be a number of teams that want to offer him a multi-year contract. Now, what, are, what that um, average value is, I don't know. 15? I could absolutely see a team paying him 345. Yeah. 350 and then in that case you're like dude i think he should turn down the qualifying offer and take that like that's you set up for the rest of your life obviously he's probably already close to that with the amount the money he's already earned i don't think he wants to i don't think he wants to test taking that one year and then seeing where the sport's at because we have no indication that free agency is going to be normal anytime soon in all indications, point sure. to the opposite way that it's going to be frozen for this offseason. Next offseason, he's only going to be another year older. Like, I think that he's going to look and say, if I can convince a team now, which I think he can, to give me three, four years, 
he keeps saying five to seven years in all his tweets. He's always like, <laughs> for the next five to seven years, look what I'm going to do. Which I appreciate, I don't by think the way. team is going to do five to seven years with him. I think they're going to do three to four years and add an AAV of around 15. And I think he'd be smart to go test the market and go take that. I think teams, he still brings enough, not even just on the field. Obviously, on the field, he's a good pitcher. Uh, but I think teams like what he brings just as far as fan interaction. I remember when the Twins signed Torrey Hunter, they mentioned that as well. Like They gave him a, a one-year $10 million deal, and I was talking to one of my teammates at the time. They're like, dude, that's such a great deal for the Twins. They're going to make all of that money up just like off-the-field stuff, like what he brings to the franchise, and anything on-field is a bonus. I think Stroman, obviously they want him to perform, but he he brings excitement to your team. Like he he generates interest in your team, and I think teams are going to look at that as well. I I'm, think he does end up getting a three, four-year deal around 15. I'm on a different – I don't check every forum and every fandom. But the places I look, he's left two fan bases who don't like him. Like Blue Jays fans are not Strowman fans from everywhere Why I don't see. they like Strowman? Because he brings a lot of – ancillary noise or extra noise. Um, I think he's super marketable, Jim. I think he's one like of the more marketable players when in him, the game. When him and uh, our dude, uh, what's that fuck's name? Gritchick. Gritchick. Uh, like, got into a spat. All the places that I look for people's opinions were like, from Blue Jays fans, were like, mm, not on Stroman's side. And then I think Mets fans soured on as well. So I don't know about all that. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I lean Trevor there more. I mean, the dude's almost got 500K followers on, on Twitter. Um, you know, if you're a Mets fan, I think you're a little salty because the dude said he didn't want to play baseball for your team this year. But if you're a real baseball <laughs> fan hurt. <laughs> and you're you're tied into the dynamics of baseball, um, you know, we kind of understood why Stro did it. Like, he, he's worked his whole life for this paycheck. So yeah. um, I kind of get it, and I think uh, – Wherever Stroman signs, I mean that fan base is going to go nuts for a little bit. Can you someone find me a comp like a pitcher like him? Well, that's the crazy thing, and you're you're going to hate this. The comp is Keuchel. Keuchel's only biggest thing is he had a Cy Young in the bag. Well, that's not good news for Stroman. I know, and that's where things get crazy. Keuchel had a three six six ERA when he hit free agency, one hundred eighty three starts, a one oh nine ERA plus. The biggest thing for Keuchel, too, was he was on the decline. And this is when all the nerds were getting hot to trot in baseball and all the big contract stuff. <laughs> um, Stroman, he's got a 3.76 career ERA and 140 career starts. Uh, the ERA plus is actually higher than Keuchel's when he hit free agency. It's 113. Um, but his stuff is also... People were very worried that Keuchel was going to fall off a cliff. Like, it was yeah. getting worse. They thought he was going to kind of mad bum. He's bounced back a little bit. But that is the interesting thing. With the pick attached, with this COVID year, it can make you think. And I, yeah. I don't I, know. He, I, may, he may land somewhere good at the end. I, I think that he's going to – I think he might have to sweat this decision out. I think he's going to say no to it right away because he wants to go get multiple years. And I don't think he's going to get more AAV, Trev. I agree with you there. But he might get multiple years and then lock himself up through the CBA and all that shit. I think that's his goal. Lock and me up. I think through the, CBA. the CBA is a huge point. Lock by me Trevor. up through the CBA. But I think he's going to have to sweat out this a little more than he thinks. 
I, I flip-flop on it a little bit because I, I see the Keiko comps and I'm like, man, with this year it could get ugly. There's a lot of teams that need starting pitching. And Everybody a lo- needs a, a little and, a, and more importantly, a couple desperate teams. Like the Angels are desperate for starting pitching. I mean, hell, I could see maybe a reunite with Toronto. I don't know how many bridges he burnt up top, but, you know, they overpaid for Ryu. Um, Minnesota Twins. Yeah, so it. I... I think he ends up doing all right. I really like that three for forty-five range. But I just looked at the athletic thing. I didn't. I swear I didn't steal this from them. They Steve haven't predicted stolen. three years forty-five. I think he fits really well sense. in a lot of teams' budget right there. Um, I think that's the thing he's going to lock in on. Is I just want the guaranteed. I just want the guaranteed money in this time of uncertainty. And the and what I've learned about free agency uh, since covering it and talking to a lot of people that have been through it. All you need is a few teams to be bidding against you, man. Or beginning or me, bidding against each other. One in a good agent, they say, Trev. So, yeah, <laughs> we know about that. Uh, when you have the Angels and you have the Twins, possibly the Mets, I mean, there is no shortage of teams that need starting pitching. I think he could bank on 345, 460. I think he can bank on that. Okay. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting. I'm interested in that one. Uh, all right, cruising along here. I wanted to play a little game because we're running uh, deeper than I thought. Trev, I want to play a game with you. Bauer, Real Muto, DJ, Stroman, Gossman, Springer. How many accept the qualifying offer? <clears throat> I'm guessing you're going to say zero. I think just Gossman. I think Gossman's going to accept it. Okay. Yeah. But maybe Go- not. I don't. Maybe maybe the exact same shit I just said about Stroman. You could say the same thing about him. MLB Network so, put up this graph comparing Gossman to Wheeler. A lot of people say he profiles, and then yeah, like they put up poor a poor si- man's Wheeler. They put up a side by side, and none of the stats were like comparable. <laughs> like what? No. I, I think yeah. My one answer would be Gossman, but with a caveat. Like I think they just figure out an extension. Like I think they. I think those guys go like three for forty and just shake hands and call it a day. I agree with that. I think zero. I think the CBA or the MLB, the PA just straight up wants to be like, fuck the qualifying offer. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of this. Let's not play their game. Just decline it. Bieber? I mean, kind of an important part of this game. I think I just counted right. Like only seven players ever have taken it. They are all in the last like four years, but it's, it's rare. I mean, it was Odo last year. It's literally when just the, a way to hamstring free agency. It's just acceptance. a way to hamstring free agency by the league. Yeah. I think like the rule of thumb with it is like you don't offer a player the qualifying offer if you think he'll take it. Um, it was supposed to be a way to reimburse smaller market teams for losing their players. Yeah. You get a draft pick when your guy heads out of town and thank you for with, thank you for yeah. grooming this talent. Yankees. Thank you for did grooming the this talent. It did the yeah. opposite, dude. Yeah. <laughs> because these big market teams have the free agents. And they can let I don't know it's yeah. it's or they can afford to have someone have the qualifier right. for the day. Trev, how many of the six players regret not taking it? So we're all kind of like maybe zero, maybe one. Gossman I think one. I think Gossman will take it. Okay, but take Gossman off because we all think he will. Jake and I think they'll sign an extension. The other five, we're saying zero. No, 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 no. Right. Mm-mm. I mean, the only one is potentially Strowman. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he will for pride reasons. If, but he, if, if there's it's not a bad deal for him, if you want to be like Stro, you get eighteen million right now. Then next off season, you can go, you can shove for one season. You know, you're gonna, 
Then they can offer you a qualifying offer again. You can't have, you won't have a draft pick attached to you, and then you can go get unlimited big money. Like if the CBA wasn't coming up, I think that's a good. That is even, a conversation. Now, even Trevor Bauer, even Trevor Bauer, who has famously said, "I want to work one year at a time to maximize my value." Even he's backpedaling on those statements. Now that he's here, now that he's here at the at the door of free agency, he's like, I'll accept all offers. Yeah. Like I'll entertain all offers because he understands the where we're at. Well, and he'd be incredibly uh, selfish. In the business side of the things. Like this isn't this isn't 2016 if MLB, he, 2017 MLB. This is like global pandemic. This is 60 game shortened season, uncertainty in 2021, uncertainty in 2022 with the labor agreement. This is all sorts of uncertainty and the teams are going to be playing it like a fiddle. This is the team the, the teams are so happy right now. They're going to suppress free agency and it's going to have a lasting impact. 5 years from now we're still going to be talking about in 2021 they suppressed the crap out of free agency and now look where we're at. Bauer knows that. Eh, we'll see. I mean if he takes a one year deal like he said he wanted to, I think he now has Enemies on both sides. And Trev, Because the PA would be like, what the fuck, dude? You're the number one pitcher on the market, and you just fucked if over it. If he sets the AAP at $32 they're not going to be upset. Well, he's got to do that, then. I don't, think a, I don't think a team's going to pay someone $32 million for one year. If he gets hurt, they're just fucked. And Trev, everything you just said, I mean, you could put that in a plus column for Stroman. You could also put it in the minus. I mean, if all these teams get together and they say... You know, we ain't paying this offseason. He could find himself without a contract this year and going into the, the CBA. I do think someone ends up giving him a contract, and that's where, Jim, you talk about regretting it or not. I mean, for Stroman, it's except 18.9 this year. If you pitch well, you could stumble into three for 60. If you pitch bad, it's going to be like a one-year trial deal or something like that. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of flip a coin and you're gambling a little bit. Or, I mean, if he gets the three, let's say it's even three for 40, I mean, is that a win? Yeah. Or is that a loss because he didn't bet on himself, you know? I don't know. I, I think it's a win because, yeah. I mean, I mean that's 20-plus more million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, it. Um, Trev left us, so I'll give you a little update. Maybe Trev can hear. I think he retired. I think that was a walk-off. Talking Baseball is the number one baseball podcast in America right now. So thank you to everyone that listens. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to word a tweet that doesn't come off cocky, but like, dude, we're ahead of Barstool, The Ringer, CBS, ESPN. I don't know what Effectively Wild is. Fangraphs. So that's good for them. Like those are some big fucking networks. Good job by everyone Jimmy, that listens. We've been saying it. We've been saying it all year. We're the best at what we do, and that's not cocky. That's just true. We have the best fan base. But it's pretty impressive, I think. You know that we're ahead of those companies. That's pretty cool. Anyway, keep going on free agency. Uh, we have free agents by position. We do. I mean, we're we're running. I mean, are we just gonna yam this out? Like, what are we? What are you guys thinking right now? <laughs> yeah. How? What? Where are we at right now, BBD? We're over fifty minutes. I'm starting to have the idea that maybe this is we do a second episode this week. Why don't we do this? Out of the top ten free agents, we did a lot on those six. Kind of a lot. You know those six because yeah. we talked about them. Uh, the other one in there is Ozuna. Ozuna. There's a couple guys that are – I mean, dude, Marcus Simeon, 
you know, the year before this was a top three MVP guy, and then he has a mass 60 games, <laughs> and he doesn't get the qualifying offer, and we're talking about him like a weird free agent. It's where baseball gets messed up, and there, there are impact dudes. I mean, Brantley's hanging around. Like, that dude could still give you a nice two years. Um, Didi. Uh, Turner is a great one. Carlos the Dodger, Do the Dodgers have to resign, well, resign Turner, right? I guess next episode will be our free agent episode. This was, you know, uh, uh, a get back together. Qualifying offer Qualifying episode. offer episode. I Sound mean, I, I want to rip. I mean, do we just, do we stop this episode and go into a second with the Patreons and play it next week? No, I got a lot of things to do. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Jimmy's got to tweet about how we're the best. Yeah, okay? it's true. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll do another free agent episode. I, I mean, do this Thursday. Yeah, episodes come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Next week we are taking off, uh, so we have one lined up in the can, and we're trying to get another, so it might be one or two. But then we'll be back. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sounds like we're going to have a free agency and an interview next week. No, free agency this week. I think we'll still do, put free agency, free agency on Thursday. Thursday. You guys have the interview Thursday. lined up on um, We have one interview Tuesday. ready to go out next week. Probably yeah. going to try to do one more this week. Yes. Maybe uh, we do uh, just well, give the people what they want and just have a T Ploof solo app. Crazy high Trevor Ploof solo <laughs> blindfolded. And we have you reach into various jars. Blindfolded you so you what, can't you guess look. what's in the jar. Yeah, that's. I was just thinking so we couldn't look at any notes. Oh, okay. All right, give me. Let's. If we're ending it now, I just want. I want you guys to do one thing for me. All right, love it. Trevor's last ending segment. Last thing. Last last thing. Yeah. Marcus Stroman. Give me what you think his contract will be. Mm. Two years. He's not going to pass anyone for me. Like two years, thirty. Because I think the owners are all going to collude. And be like, we're not giving offers past the CBA because that's what they want. And we're not giving them more than the qualifying offer because I can't believe he fucking thinks he's worth more than that a year. And they're going to be like, ah, angry about it. So he gets multiple years, but he's got less AAV and he doesn't get past CBA. I have very, I have very uh, mean owners. <sighs> I, I feel the same way. Go ahead, Jake. Plus, he, he spit in their face by not playing this year. Give me... um. It's similar to that, but there's a third year with a decent option and a decent buyout. Oh, we're gonna get such creative options on all these things. So, so many give, options. Give me like incentives. It, that that third year is it's three for forty five. There's a five million dollar buyout or something. I mean, so, someone does it. Someone give, does give it. him the freaky Zach Britton like two year team oh, option. Yeah. If they decline, he can opt out, but or he can opt in the for the double one more. option. Give him uh, Kikuchi's. Oh my Dion. god! And be like, and no one can figure I, it I'm out. I'm still lost in that. You side Kikuchi. I think he's the highest paid player in the league. That was the last thing I read. <laughs> His options and shit are nuts, crazy. What do you think, Trev? For for whatever? What'd you say? I don't see four. I, the more I think it's about it, I see four. three. I see three years. Um, definitely under the qualifying offer, and I'm gonna settle in. At like fourteen a year, three years forty-two. I like that. I like that a lot. That's yeah. what I got, and I think I think the Twins will be huge players on it. Um, and I do want to say, I do want to say, make another point to end the show. Yes. The Mets 
how do you get to the World Series? You have to have Win. good pitching. Okay. Now they got Wheel or not Wheeler, they have DeGrom. Yeah. Syndergaard will be back. At some point. Correct? We'll be ready for the start of the season? I think so. I think it's 12 months in April. Depends on how each one goes. They probably don't push them too hard. I remember next here year. in July when it happened. DeGrom, Syndergaard, Bauer is a three-headed monster that can get you to the World Series. I mean, don't. Mets I'm just been, saying that. Just saying that. Yeah, people have been just saying that about the Mets for f- six years now? New owner. New yes, owner. but I'm saying they've had the pitching names yeah. going on half a decade. Francisco That's, Lindor. They need a Trevor lot Bauer. of the other side names. I don't think they do. I Their think lineup they're pretty was great damn close. They had a weird year this year, but they're pretty damn close. Well, they lost, the they, they lost a lot of those starting pitchers. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be the counterpoint. I mean, this year they really didn't have the starting pitching. Yeah, they didn't. But it, but that's the thing. They've, they've, they've had this, like, for a while. Right. Wheeler Wheeler got hurt, and then Syndergaard's hurt, and then... Was uh, it 2015 World Series? And that was supposed to be, like... Harvey you know, died. Harvey, yeah. Harvey died. Harvey, yeah, well... Matt's was supposed to be... I know some things about Harvey. Did we take him up top? Uh, and I only fa- I faced him one time, and it was like literally snowing when we faced him. Yeah. So no, I did not. I bet it was that. snowing when you faced him. Yeah. Out of his nose. Come on! Come on! Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Number one podcast, baby. Let's go. <laughs> allegedly. Trevor, zero for three off Matt Harvey. Ooh. No strikeouts. Yeah, I mean whatever. Can shifts, man. Ban him. Fly ball to right, ground out to first. Matt Harvey fly ball to stinks. Center. I'll say it right now. I do not like Matt Harvey, okay? Oh, my God. He's our I next have my guest. Reasons. He's our next guest. He's our next guest. I'd wait. love to I have him. I got some questions for him. Yeah. I got some fucking questions then. Let's let it all out. Hey, Matt, thanks for joining us. Name some regrets. I kind of get it, man. <laughs> he, came, he came in hot. He was the king of New York, models, partying. All falls now apart. What? Now what? Connecticut boy, right? I'm there, except the last. I'm only the last part. Connecticut boy. Connecticut right? boy. All falls apart. Yeah. I missed out on the middle part. Yeah. yeah. You no, hung out with a model good. once. Peloton back to back days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did I? Uh, that Brazilian girl. Oh yeah. 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 Thanks everyone. She couldn't read, write, or speak. English. Nice gal. Matt Harvey's never allowed on our pod. Next guest. Next guest. Our next guest.